Welcome back to the Photo CEO podcast, where photographers Megan Mondrell and Frederica Gullickson teach you how to build, grow, and scale your photo business. After nearly 20 combined years as photographers and over 2,000 plus clients, we have taught photographers in 36 different countries the mindset and business strategies that helped us go from one to two shoots per month to two to four shoots per week. Take action on what we teach and you too can have consistent 10K months without losing all of your free time. Welcome back to another episode of the Photo CEO Podcast. Um, We are going to give you three tips today on how you can grow your business and stand out as a photographer without relying on your images to actually sell your sessions. So let's do the first one and then we'll hear from what Megan has to say about this. I really don't know what she's going to say. Maybe she'll say, that's a bad tip, Ricky. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay, first tip, dial in your customer service. Because being the sole person running your business is no excuse for providing a shit customer service experience. You should always be providing a stellar client experience, even if it's just you. That's mm-hmm. tip number one. Yeah. You should always be given a stellar client experience, even if there's more than you. You know, like, I think that, and I don't know if this is like something that's new or because I'm so client experience focused now in business, I think And what I've been hearing from other people and what I've been observing is that a lot of businesses are doing a really crap job at making it a good experience for people. And I don't know if that's coming out of the pandemic when, you know, you didn't have to smile, you're wearing masks and everything was stressful and everyone was just like out of business or whatever. I don't know if it's coming out of that or what it is, or if it's always been there and now I'm just noticing it, but there, I think that it's hard to come by an experience with any kind of business where you leave being like, wow, I need to tell everybody about this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, like the product is great or the person that you had an interaction with was great, but maybe some of the business models or company you don't agree with. It's hard to have through and through an amazing experience. And so if you can do that for yourself, as I mentioned, like people are going to be excited to be talking more about what you did for them and lots of word of mouth is going to come from that but um also like the amount of pressure that it takes off of your shoulders um as far as the end product when you know that you have given them their money's worth and more just through the experience is really cool yeah you know Just from having a little bag in your bag that has a certain couple of different things to help people at sessions, just from, you know, having a repeatable workflow that you don't have to do too much to like put into action. You don't have to think about it. It's just the same every time you're going to be giving them their money's worth in, you know, the communication in the value of the things that you help them with um, before they even get their photos back. And that adds or it takes a lot of stress off the process. Mm hmm. Yeah. I always think back to, um, like any, like you kind of said at the beginning, what, what business did you have a really great customer service experience with recently? And how did it make you feel as a consumer? How can you take what you have 
experience through somebody else's amazing customer service and apply it to your business in photo business, right? Mm -hmm. So like kind of looking at what was really awesome that they did, all those kinds of things that you mentioned, thinking ahead and anticipating what the client will need and already having it prepared for them, et cetera. Um, those sorts of things go a long way. And it does, like you said, take the pressure off. So I want to yeah. leave this, this question with people listening. I have one other thing to add on too. Yeah. One thing that I like to do too, is if I ever hear of somebody say like, oh, one thing that really comes to mind is one of my friends in Calgary was engaged in reaching out to people, um, to photograph her wedding. And there's this one person that she reached out to being like, I think he's in Italy or something. So probably not going to hire him, but they were thinking maybe they would elope there or maybe, you know, depending on the budget, they would try to fly him out here. Um, and so she was telling me a little bit about this experience that she had with him and just raving about it. Right. And I'm like, how can I apply those things to my business? When you hear somebody raving about something, whether it's a photographer or a completely unrelated business or niche, how can you you know, take little bits and pieces, not copy, obviously hundred percent, but how do you take those things that people are excited about and tweak them so that it matches your brand, but also, um, you know, who you're serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That leads into this question that you can, if you're listening to this, maybe you can write it down, um, so that you can start to explore this. And then when you're out in the world, just pay attention to the experiences that you're having or other people are telling you about question is, what did that person or business do that made the experience amazing? For example, what was their level of communication or type of communication? What was that like? How did they go above and beyond for you? And again, the question, how can you incorporate this into your business and your client process? Um, On the flip side of that, it's really important to think about like we've all had bad customer service before, right? Like terrible service somewhere at a restaurant or I don't know, in some kind of hotel maybe where they were rude to you. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But we've all had this experience of having terrible customer service. So if you don't want to provide a service, if you want to provide a service that is really good and you don't want to accidentally give somebody terrible service, it's really good to identify what made a terrible customer service experience for you from someone else in the past and how can you put things in place to avoid accidentally doing that to someone else in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great way of thinking about it too. I think that a lot of the times we're told what things can we do that are good, but we're never told to you know sit and realize when something irks you. Maybe it's just like the way a waitress says something to you or it's like, the way somebody emailed or the time of day somebody emailed or texted you, right? Um, all of those things we can, you know, put together into this nice little soup to make the best experience. You know, maybe it's that it's like, I don't want to receive emails after my workday from people, thanks. Or maybe you do. Maybe you're like, this person is only available during my workday and I'm working. I can't, I can't get back to them in time. So, you know, all of those little things, how can you create something that um, works really well? Because a lot of the times, even when we're doing our ideal client, we tend to want to attract people who are very similar to us. So while we need to also be thinking about what who does, what does our client want, our client isn't identical to us, um, you can also move forwards, generally speaking, with things that, you know, in your own personal experience, you would want or not want. Mm-hmm. One example that I would speak to on this in terms of like a uh, an example of bad customer service is late communication. Communication is huge across the board for the entire process that you take somebody through from inquiry to review. Um, and then even getting a referral after that communication should be your like top priority. I think even above, like we're saying, even above 
having the most perfect set of images. Um, so examples of late communication, like not responding to inquiries within a, a decent time frame, you know, less than 24 hours, potentially. Um, are you someone who is, you know, taking months and months to get clients' photos back to them because you're so busy and you don't have the processes in place to get them done and out quicker? Those things really matter. Um, so like the timing of things matter and the communication level of things really matter a lot. So consider are those things that you have been guilty of in the past? And if so, what can you do? What can you put in place so that you aren't um, leaving a bad taste in your clients' mouths unnecessarily? And and I mean, that's just good to think about if you've done stuff like that before, because then you can improve it and you can improve their experience. You can improve the quality of the referrals you get and the reviews that you get, which are going to get you more business. Okay, so tip number two, let's see. By the way, I'm reading these off of our Instagram right now. So we're going to give you three of the five tips that are on our Instagram. Go check out our Instagram after this. I'll link it up in the show notes to get the other two tips on how to grow your business without relying on your images. So tip number two, automate as much of your client experience as possible. The fastest way to ensure overwhelm is to have to do every single task for every single inquiry or client individually. If you use the right software, you can create a five-star client experience once and have it automated and personalized as much of the time. Um, this will not only give you your time back, but it will ensure each inquiry or client has the same great experience. So it's not going to fluctuate a ton between people. Mm-hmm. Megan, yeah. you're like the boss pro at that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely areas that I can automate things even more, um, but you know, even if you don't have the budget for, you know, systems that will do it for you, it's as simple as having emails saved and having, um, text messages in your like shortcuts so that you can just do a couple of letters and it will put the nice, long, cheery message together. Um, it really takes a lot of the weight off of you to be remembering what you wrote last time for consistency's sake, but also, um, you know, it takes time to be writing out exactly what you want to be writing every time. And on top of that, maybe you have an inquiry and you're not having a good day, but you still obviously want to show up with your best foot forwards. It's probably the best way to be doing that. Um, and then, you know, even if, again, if you don't have the systems in place to create a workflow where there is automation, at least make sure that you have it written down or like really worked out in your head exactly what step is going to be coming after, you know, the subsequent one, like have that workflow laid out so that even if it's not automated, you don't have to think about it every time, you know, exactly what the next thing that's going to happen is you just, it's just a matter of putting that into action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes so much off of your mind to like, have to even think about those things. So I love that you offered a solution in there that is extremely low cost. Like, it's not like we're telling you to go and buy a really great CRM. Like Megan uses Sprout Studio, which she raves about, especially because of the automations and workflows that are available in there. Um, just for photographers and yeah. it actually works for Canadians, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From everything that you've said, it's just such a great program. Um, but I really love that you leaned into like, you can literally create email templates. You can um, create some sort of a visual workflow so that you know what step that you need to be on based on where the client is at in their process with you. Um, and then, yeah, all you have to do is like send them and 
be done with it and uh, not have to let your emotional moods like to, you know, influence your client communication. Um, so tip number three, get busy making one-to-one connections. Again, we're trying to tell you how to get more business, book more sessions without just trying to promote yourself on Instagram by sharing images and then not doing anything else. So this one is the way that you are going to stand out is by investing time in creating one-to-one connections with followers, clients, vendors, and other local businesses. Um, And in my opinion, and this is what I wrote on the Instagram post, this should be a always on your to-do list every single day to connect with somebody in some way. Um, Because I don't know, I just, that's probably the best advice that I've ever gotten is in any saturated market, it doesn't matter what it is, one-to-one connections are going to go a lot further than trying to appeal to the masses all the time. Um, so it's not that you shouldn't be doing things like posting on social media regularly. You should. Um, you should stay top of mind somehow, but you also need to be taking the time to actually talk to people on social media and not just hide behind your post. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think that, you know, if this is daunting for you, um, sometimes I think in other times we've mentioned this, it was more so in the sense of like message people on Instagram and be making those connections that way. And I think that's great, but we have gotten lots of objections from um, our students or workshop students where they're like, that just doesn't feel natural to me. And it's, you know, something that you overthink and all that stuff. So what if you stop trying to make things casual and natural And you can instead go a business to business route, which won't be, you know, just like chit chatty in the DMs. It will be more of like a more laid out message, but either of those works great. You know, any connection that you can make will be awesome because sometimes that person won't hire you, um, you know, in the sense of like a business to person, like client connection, maybe they won't hire you, but they will talk about you to somebody else. Um, and then maybe a business to business connection, they won't partner with you, but maybe now they know that you're a photographer and they want family photos, you know? So, um, any kind of way that you can do that is great. And then beyond that, just the fact that you are proving to yourself that you're going to show up and make some sort of action towards your business every day is going to be great because let's be honest, aside from the lack of self-belief that you may have in yourself, um, or the stories that you're telling yourself about it being awkward, sending a freaking message, Sending an email isn't hard. It's something that you have the capability to be doing every day, especially if you're in a season of growth and you don't have a whole lot on your plate. Um, It's not like you're spending every hour of the day editing and getting back to emails and stuff. Um, That is something that you have control over and it is 100% your responsibility, whether you do it or not. And I think that that above all else is why it is so powerful because you are putting votes in for yourself by doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're... I mean, you're building relationships with other people and that makes a business like this feel a little less lonely. And I just wanted to say, like, if you're wondering, like, how can you go about making these one-to-one connections and reaching out for the first time and taking the responsibility for doing that instead of waiting for people to always come to you, um, the best way to do it is to show genuine care toward the other person, the other business and show them that you care about them succeeding, show them that something that you appreciate about them. Don't go in there 
and make your first communication about how they're going to help you by putting you on their preferred vendor list, right? Um, figure out a way to help them, support them, show them some appreciation and some care. And it will generally be well received because like you said, even if they don't partner with you, let's say it's a business to business, um, or you're reaching out to a venue and you want to be on their preferred wedding photographer list or something. Um, if you go into that and you just tell them like, you really appreciate their venue, you appreciate that, you know, it's so beautiful and, and people seem to have a really good experience there. And you just want to send them some love that week and hope they have a great week. That's just going to look good on you. And it will open the door for, for being able to figure out a way to create a relationship that is mutually beneficial in the long term. Um, yeah, that's my biggest tip for that is like, don't go in with your hand out asking for things. Don't like go into those sorts of conversations, willing to give to them without expectation. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all. There's two more tips. They are, they are going to be linked up in the show notes um, under this episode. So go check those out. Go to our Instagram and subscribe. Megan, do you want to say anything else? Yeah. I just wanted to say that those are all really powerful tips. And sometimes I think that we can get a little bit lost in our journey in general. Um, And so the analogy that I'm going to use for this is like, maybe you are somebody who is some sort of athlete. Maybe you're a dancer or maybe you are somebody who does yoga, but you go to a more beginner class. And let's say that you're doing a move that you've done a million times before. You have the ability to either be, you know, sort of doing that. Like you could have listened to those tips and be like, yeah, I do that. I have a workflow. Like I, yeah, I reach out to people sometimes, but the beauty I think in taking personal responsibility in any point of your life is, you know, going back to that example, you go to that ballet class and you're doing some move that you've been doing for 15 years, but you're going to think about how you can do it better, how you can do it like with more, intention behind it same with that yoga class you've done downward dog how many times but can you extend your legs a little bit more can you put more power into your arms how can you add more to it and that's why all of these tips that um, we just mentioned are so powerful is because there's no ceiling on them there's no ceiling on how you can apply them and the amount of power and energy that you can be putting into your business and the universe. So if you heard those tips and you're like, yeah, they're great, but like I'm doing them. I want to challenge you to actually think, how can I do them better? There you go. That's all you need to do really. Thank you. That was great. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday and we hope that you have taken what we have shared today and done something with it. Like Megan said, how can you do this better? Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to another episode of the Photo CEO Podcast. We'd love to extend an invitation to you to claim one of our free lessons from the Photo Business School. In this lesson, you are going to get four actionable steps that will allow you to get more clients in less time. Wouldn't you agree that business success and ultimately feeling confident in what you're doing every day becomes a lot easier when you have a step-by-step roadmap to follow? Many photographers, unfortunately, try to just figure everything out on their own. I was certainly in that position before too. But imagine if other professions did this. Imagine if your doctor or accountant decided to just stitch together pieces of knowledge from the internet and hope that they did a good job. Would you want to work with them? 
Probably not. And running a business is no different. Running a photo business is completely different than running a photo hobby. So if you started your business because you desired more for your life, more time with your family, more freedom, more money to live your life, then come join us inside this free lesson and see what the photo business school is all about.